0: Thirty-three minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown. Drive along the highway in Texas's oil country, and you've probably seen them. Flares burning off extra natural gas at oil fields. Now, authorities are supposed to be keeping tabs on this, since flaring does have an impact on the environment and, of course, on policy decisions like promoting alternatives to oil. But how much do we really know about the scale of flaring in Texas? Maybe less than we think. From the energy capital of the world, Travis Bubenik reports on energy and the environment. From our partner station, Houston Public Media, Travis, welcome back to The Standard. Hey, good to be here. So flaring, generally speaking, is up anyway, as you've reported. Why is that? Basically, there
1: are not enough uh, pipelines in the ground in West Texas, enough space on those pipelines to move all the gas that is coming up. Um, Wow. When drillers are out there pulling oil out of the ground, they get a lot of what's called associated gas. This is natural gas that just comes up with it, and it's basically a byproduct. It's not really worth anything. They are certainly not drilling for the gas. They're drilling for the oil. That's what they care about. Mm -hmm. So all this gas comes up. They don't have enough infrastructure out there to move it all uh, because the area is just booming so much. And so they wind up uh, burning it off into the air, which is... Of course, environmentally speaking, not great. It's uh, a waste of you know a product too, but it is a better approach than just releasing it into the air, which is known as venting. Uh, that's a lot more dangerous to the atmosphere.
0: Interesting. Okay, so I was uh, I, I saw an article that S and P Global Market Intelligence had published, and it raised a, an intriguing question: Are some shale producers underreporting gas flaring? What's the theory here? So this is S&P's analysis
1: of some NOAA satellite data that they looked at. So to be clear, this is not my own analysis mm-hmm. of this data. Okay. Uh, but basically they looked at, you know, real-time satellite data of flaring that NOAA does and they found that from 2012 to 2017, oil companies might in Texas might have flared off twice as much gas as they wound up Reporting to the state, which then gave some reports to the feds, the Federal Energy Information Administration. Basically, what's going on here is that SP asserts that there's this multi-layered reporting system where oil and gas companies report to state regulators who then report to the Federal Energy Information Administration. Got it. And they say in that chain of reporting, you know, some of these numbers might be getting lost or skewed too low. And they note that this could be happening intentionally or not, but that it looks like it's happening.
0: Okay. So let's assume the worst. Let's assume that there is intentional underreporting just for the sake of argument so we can understand what's at stake here. Why would oil companies have an interest in underreporting the number of uh, uh, sites where there are flares? Well, there are
1: limits on flaring in Texas. I mean, the Texas Railroad Commission regulates this stuff. Uh, You have to get a permit to flare. The Railroad Commission, particularly in this boom time, is doing a lot of extending those permits and and allowing producers to flare, which they've been criticized before, but they've said that's just what's going on now and it's necessary to keep the oil flowing. And you know, there's just this possibility that uh, companies are trying to make sure that they don't have to shut down their wells i mean you know if flaring got too high the railroad commission might eventually say okay our patience has run out you've got to shut down these wells and there possibly is some of that that's going on currently but you know across the landscape this seeming underreporting if it's intentional would be you know designed to keep the oil flowing basically because that's the valuable commodity it's not this excess gas
0: uh doesn't that have uh legal if not criminal implications
1: I mean, yeah, there are fines, you know, for violating permits and violating state regulations on this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I sent the S P analysis to the Texas Railroad Commission uh-huh. and a spokesperson got back and said, uh, you know, didn't really answer whether or not they're looking into this further, but said, you know, our highest priority is protection of public safety and the environment and that, you know, Texas oil and gas companies have to be in compliance with the rules. But again, no sign whether the Railroad Commission is going to look at this analysis in depth anymore in particular.
0: Is it safe, do you think, to to assume that there's more flaring than reported?
1: I don't know if it's safe to assume that. I mean, I, I think that part of this S&P analysis is saying that, you know, this, this multi-layered reporting thing could be losing some of the numbers. So that seems plausible, but I don't know if it's as high. I mean, this is their proprietary analysis that they've done. Uh, it's certainly something that environmental groups are concerned about. I mean, I can tell you just anecdotally that there are things that happen in the oil field that um, are accidents. You know, there are faulty flares that are, there are flares when you go out there that are supposed to be burning off this gas, but uh, just kind of like your oven at home, the pilot light went out. Sometimes the flares go out and, you know, it can be a while before somebody gets down that dirt road and gets out there to relight it. So, I mean, you know, accidents happen and and things are, um, things happen in the oil field that you don't always expect, but I don't know if it's to this degree.
0: Obviously, it's something that folks are keeping an eye on, including Travis Bubenik, who reports on energy and the environment for our partner station, Houston Public Media. Travis, thanks so much for your time. You're welcome.